Hi, it's Angelina. Welcome back to episode six of Thank God I Got Cancer. Today, I'm going to be talking about chemotherapy. If you need medical advice, please ask a real doctor and not someone who likes to dress as one. September 14th. You should always take the time to read the posters in the elevator. Some are very informational. Some are just laughable like this one. Have you experienced anxiety as a result of your cancer spreading? If so, there's a research study for patients who are experiencing anxiety due to their cancer spreading. Really? Show me a patient who doesn't have anxiety from that. This is exactly what happened on my first chemo day. I went to the chemo floor and checked in. They took me back, weighed me, and then walked me to a recliner. I sat down. A nursing assistant came over and asked if I'd like a warm blanket. It's really cold in there. Another nurse greets me and takes my blood pressure and temperature. Then they confirm who I am by my name and birth date. The nurse then explains what's going to happen. She's going to give me a two-hour drip of saline. I'll have to pee out 200 milliliters or they won't be able to give me chemo because it's so toxic. I have to prove I can pee it out before they'll even put it in my drip. And they can't use your elbow or wrist veins because the chemo will do permanent joint damage if it leaks. So they have to find a vein on the inside or outside of your forearm. She asked if I want a certain drug. I didn't know the name of it, so I asked her what it was. She said it'll give me a feeling of euphoria. So I said, sure, I ordered the full party package. She snickered. Then came a sedative, anti-nausea medicine, and magnesium. The next part was the actual chemo. So after you pee, you have to flush the toilet twice again because of the medicine's toxicity. And then after the chemo is administered, you get a saline flush again to help you get it through your system. Now keep in mind, I still have no feeling when I have to pee anymore. So all of the bathroom trips I'm taking in chemo are preemptive. Picture this of me attached to the IV and having to wheel it to the bathroom. Oh, and the best part, guess who I get seated next to in chemo. Remember the smoker in front of the non-smoking sign? Yeah, that guy. After we chatted, he confessed he's there for lung cancer. It's hard for me not to be judgmental, especially since I saw so many people missing their appointments because of their stupid insurance companies declining to pay for their treatments. It makes me sick. It's absolutely criminal the way some of these patients were treated. At this point, watching people get turned away for help because their stupid insurance company denied their claim was absolutely heartbreaking, especially looking at the people who were in chemo with me who were allowed to be treated. The dietician assigned to me came over and reviewed a plan. Because chemo makes you constipated and radiation makes you have diarrhea, she thinks I might be okay because the side effects are going to cancel each other. She gave me diet chips and recipes and told me they don't want me to lose weight until the treatment is over, which they figure will be about six weeks. When you're going through something terrible like this, it makes a world of difference when people act like they care. And everybody at my cancer facility went above and beyond. So I just want to warn you about these things when you're going into chemo. You're going to start to need to use baby shampoo because regular shampoo is going to be too harsh for you. You won't be able to dye your hair. You won't be able to style your hair with hot irons. If you lose your hair, you'll grow it back differently. It'll be straight if it was curly and vice versa. Someone told me their hair grew back an entirely different color. I've always had curly hair, and then after having chemo, it was straight. Also, my hair grew back a different color. 
gray. I'm sure that was age-related, but I like to blame cancer anyway. As far as your teeth go, you're going to need to use a very soft toothbrush and brush every day. And this is more important, nighttime. Make sure you're getting that second brushing in at night. You may get mouth sores. You want to gargle with warm salt water a few times a day. And when you're in the chemo room, you're going to need to bring a blanket if they don't provide one. It is so cold in there. And they're putting cool liquids into your body, which doesn't help. When you're home, you have to flush the toilet twice after you use the bathroom and make sure you keep your toilet lid closed. Otherwise, you could poison your pet, believe it or not, from the chemo. So if they're bowl drinkers like my doggy, make sure you shut that lid. You also may experience memory problems. It's called chemo brain. If you're absent-minded and have a short attention span like me, no one will notice. But the problem with memory recall may last beyond your treatments. No more deep tissue massages. Sorry, that's not really a problem for me because I don't like strangers touching me. However, for those of you who do like strangers touching you, you'll have to go to a massage therapist who specializes in oncology massage. Because of this, and this also applies to radiation patients, you're more likely to develop DVT, deep vein thrombosis. If you're lucky enough to have a housekeeper, they're going to have to use your broom, your vacuum, and your mop. You can't take a chance of bringing someone else's germs into your home, especially now with a weakened immune system. It may be a good time to impose a no-shoe policy, too, for your guests. I don't want to say anything, but your guests are dirty. The thing that was so surprising to me about chemo was how drastically different everybody looks after they get the treatment. In radiation, everyone looks the same before and after, not in chemo. So with my skin being so white and pale, my husband said I look like E.T. because it got like a sickly olivey green color. And no matter what color you are, if you're a person of color, don't be surprised if your skin tone goes red, purple, or even gets shades of lighter. Your skin texture will change. It'll get dry. We all need to be moisturizing and chemo. If you have very fair skin. I got burned, so my skin was actually red and burned. Don't be surprised at what chemo and radiation do to your skin. But the good news is, after treatment, everything will go back to normal. The deli downstairs made lunch for all the patients and put them in cute little boxes that look like baskets. After lunch, I took a nice, relaxed nap. I was as peaceful as Sleeping Beauty. She was a drooler, too. A lot of people don't know that because it was omitted from the original story. I was peaceful. That is, until I woke up to a panicked nurse who didn't know why my blood pressure was only 95 over 54. My nurse had gone to lunch and another one took her place and didn't realize that the drug I was on made my blood pressure go to an abnormal reading. She called another nurse over. And I leaned over to my husband and said, see, I have super low blood pressure and I don't even care. This stuff is awesome. It turns out the sedative they gave me was not only fun, but also dropping my blood pressure, which is normal in the circumstance, but that nurse was new. September 15th, the radiation technicians asked me how I felt after my first chemo treatment. I was fine. They informed me that sometimes it takes a couple of days before I... Feel it. September 16th. They were right. This morning I woke up and my legs were red and hot. I felt nauseous. Not that bad. I didn't want to take the medicine they prescribed for nausea because 
last night I was up watching TV and there was an ad from a personal injury attorney talking about the medicine I had been described. The attorney said, did you or someone you love take blah, blah, blah while pregnant and have a two-headed baby? Well, I can't get pregnant because of cancer, but now I have to wonder if it's producing two-headed babies and what's it going to do to me? I just decided I would eat every time I felt nauseous. That sounds like a good plan, right? I can't see how that would end badly. Today is the first day I begin my weekly visits to the doctor's office after my radiation treatment. I meet with my physician's assistant. He asks how I'm feeling and if I'm having any side effects of the radiation or chemo. I tell him I'm having minor nausea, but it's nothing I can't handle. He mentions I may notice my skin's getting darker in the area being radiated and my hair will fall out in that area. He wanted to make sure I wasn't experiencing any burning or dry skin in those radiated areas. I wasn't. He said unless I had any other questions, I was free to go. I told him it was a boring visit and I got all nervous for nothing. He smiled and said if I had any questions, I didn't need to wait till my next appointment. He gave me his business card and told me I could call him, even on weekends. My diet. For radiation, they recommend restricting red meat. They said legumes were the perfect food. I had to be careful of fruits and vegetables aggravating my stomach, which would be sensitive due to the area that was being radiated. Green leafing vegetables are a must. They also recommended putting popsicles in broths. On the other hand, for chemo, they recommend three to four servings of red meat a week to keep up my red blood cell count. I had to restrict highly fibrous foods to avoid stomach agitation. Crackers and toast just became my new friends. Because these diets are the opposite. It's a shame, too. I love red meat. I dated a vegetarian once. Once. When my husband's feeling amorous, he doesn't waste money on flowers. He makes beef brisket. A word to vegetarians. I'm sorry you have cancer. I'm sorry you're a vegetarian. You'll have to discuss healthy diet options during your treatment. You have to keep your protein levels high. Diabetics will also have to consult a dietitian for healthy food choices during this treatment. As far as eating healthy, you should mix turmeric, garlic salt, and black pepper. For some reason, when these three are combined, they're like a super herb. But be warned, if you cook with them, your food will produce a fluorescent yellow liquid. But I eat this blend at least once a day. If you cook and bake with it and put herbs de Provence blend, which is savory, thyme, basil, rosemary, fennel, and lavender, it'll hide the strong turmeric taste. Curry is another great spice to diminish the turmeric. Greens are an absolute must every day. I would also recommend switching to a low-carb, high-protein diet. I always try to eat non-genetically modified foods paired with a gluten-free diet. But consult your doctor and be open to modifying your diet, even if it's just to get you through treatment. Eat to live. But by all means, eat chocolate. It's good for you anyway. September 18th. I didn't listen to music and radiation today, and that was a mistake because my mind goes to really strange places. I wondered what would happen if I put popcorn kernels in my underwear. Then I started laughing. What if they actually popped? I bet that would look a little strange to the radiation technicians. It's not every day someone gets a popcorn erection. Well, I hope it's not. Then I watched the machine's arms rotating, and I started thinking, this must be what it feels like to be a rotisserie chicken. September 21st. My second round of chemo was pretty uneventful. The nurse took my final blood pressure for the day and my husband asked if she would take his too. She did. 
His was 151 over 96. I asked him if he had to pee. He just gave me the look. September 23rd. If you can walk or do light exercise, I recommend it. There have been a lot of studies about cancer patients reducing their side effects by doing things like yoga. To be honest, I prefer being one with someone else, and I love pretzels, but I don't want to become one. If you can do something light and help get your blood going, you'll be better off. This is the most irritating thing someone can say to me. You don't even look sick. I am so sick of people telling me, you don't even look sick. They seem disappointed. I want to ask them if they'd feel better if I look like an extra from The Walking Dead. It took me many years to figure out why people said this to me all the time, and here it is. If I don't look sick and I have cancer, it means something could be wrong with anyone and it might not look like it. Next time on Thank God I Got Cancer, my doctor says something to me to make me really uncomfortable, and I tell you why breast cancer is the prom queen of all cancers.